You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl Podcast. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback. You play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. With your host, Derek Hubbard, Eric Barsh, and Jake Smith. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. What's up, Mega Bullers? Welcome to the Derek's Bull Podcast. This is episode 13. I'm your host, Derek Hubbard. Alongside of me, as always, we have Eric Barsh and Jake Smith. Week seven of the NFL season is in the books, and we got even more injuries. Mike Williams, DK Metcalf, David Njoku, and the big one, Brees Hall. So injuries are starting to pile up, making things interesting in the Mega Bowl. I would say no team, unless you are a winless team, is really out of it at this point. We have a good episode for you. We're going to introduce our listener uh, voicemail segment. We had two callers in for that segment. We got our recap for week seven, and then we're going to look ahead to week eight. But before we do that, let's say hi to Eric and Jake. Eric, Jake, how did week seven go for you guys? Just about a good uh, five other weeks have gone for me. Pretty damn shitty. <laughs> I'm I'm slinging it right now. Um, had a big week. Uh, 100, 160 points or so. You know. Oh. Kenny G. Baby Walker is carrying your team. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it would be a little earlier than this, but I'm ready for the run. I'm ready for the run to the playoffs. So you guys are both two and five. Correct. Yeah. yeah, you're not out of it. I mean, you'd probably feels have like, to win out like here. You probably have to finish six and five, but no problem. Easy. Well, I'm four and three, and I'm out of it. I lost Mike Williams. I lost David Njoku. Not to go with or to go with, you know, Javante Williams and every other scrub I have. I set my lineup for this upcoming week, and I'm projected to score 109 points. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's just that's just a poor play on your part. I mean, when it you is. draft these guys, you got to know like these guys are injury prone, and that's just poor play on your part on draft. That is poor. Yep, did not plan ahead to week eight. Patrick Mahomes being out. Yeah, just I don't even. Oh, I'm starting Geno Smith this week. That's not a Oof. bad start. No, I, that he was, he almost made my hate list. Really? Yeah. Interesting. We'll talk about that later. All right, so week seven, our high points went to Andrew Ferguson, who scored just over 212 points. Last place, we still have Tyler Dordery at last place, but he's catching up to Alex Ames at 0-7. I think he's 20 points off. We had seven 0-6 teams heading into week seven. We are down to just three. But there is one team that I do want to call out who is by far the worst team in terms of points. He has one win, but he has scored almost 100 points less than the last place person, which is Tyler Doherty. And that's Tyler Timmerman. Tyler, you better pray to God that these other teams do not win win a game because you might be carrying that license plate for a year. That'd be a good person to have it. I didn't even know he was in the Mega Bowl. Yeah. Maybe he shouldn't be. That's what I'm kind of wondering, too, if he should be in the, in the Mega Bowl. All right, guys, you want to get into the listener voicemail? Yes. All right. I got to hear this. 
All right, so we had two people call in, left us a voicemail. Um, I've heard it, Eric and Jake, this is gonna be the first time that they've heard this. One guy left the name, the other person, I have no clue who it is, but it is pretty funny. So here we go, let's listen to it in three, two, one. Hey guys, Nate Yonke here from the Jones Brothers. Thought I would give you a buzz and thank you for uh, the golden sombrero. All three picking against me in my matchup against Jonah Curley. I don't know how you guys wouldn't see it. He missed the projections by, by 30%. And I win the lowest scoring matchup of the week. But um, yeah, five and two team here in the Mega Bowl. Told Patrick Donovan I'd give you guys a buzz if I won. So thought I would do that. Um, best of luck to you. And we'll see if my, my, my low scoring five and two team can keep it up. Um, hello, this is Kermit the Frog, Patrick Mahomes' brother. I just want to say he is the fantasy MVP, and you can all suck on my green nuts for passing up on him. <laughs> I hope you guys heard that. <laughs> sure did. Jake, you gonna make it? I don't know. That was, it caught me off guard. I'm not gonna lie. Suck on my green nuts. Kudos to who is Kermit the Frog, or Patrick Mullen's brother, we should say. All right, let's. We have officially lost it. Let's look at Week Seven. Let's recap games. Should do that at the end of the podcast. We're, we have now, yeah, we've learned. All right, let's go into Thursday night football, Saints and Cardinals. Oh. I'd say Eno Benjamin looks like a stud. Yeah. Filled in well like, for James Conner. And I mean, all we really can talk about in this game is DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I think that's really all there is to point out about it is Hopkins makes Kyler. Yep. I mean, and, he had, 14 targets nobody else had more than five it's similar to cooper cup who's gonna get the ball every time especially when there is no hollywood brown on the field i thought rondell moore especially how the game started he had like a 30 yard catch to start out the game i thought oh this could be a rondell moore game and that's all he had yeah maybe Um, had one or two more targets uh, opposite side of the ball um alave has been kind of hurt the last few weeks but it really doesn't matter who the quarterback is for new orleans he's part of the game plan it looks like for the rest of the year he's a must i i thought i heard and not that this is really fantasy relevant but at the beginning of the game that they said that if andy dalton has a good game that they could go ahead and just bench Jameis the rest of the year andy dalton starting next week and he's starting until yeah I mean, he Jameis is healthy. They said that. It's Andy Dalton's team. And you know the crazy thing with Andy Dalton is he has not had Jarvis Landry or Michael Thomas. Thomas yep. Just think, I mean, that's three solid wide receivers to play with. And then you the have the way Dalton plays too, Michael Thomas would fit right into his game plan. Right. And that's only gonna open up things for Chris Olave down the field too. I mean, for Christ's sake, you throw out forty seven times, you're gonna Get a few yards downfield. If you lost David Njoku, you should look at Juwan Johnson if he's available. Right. Touchdown machine. Good uh, red zone guy. Yep. All right, Lions and the Cowboys. 
Dak's return. I'll just say he was sloppy in the first half, looked better in the second half. There really wasn't any fantasy relevance in this game besides maybe Cowboys defense. Um, Except if you started a modern St. Brown and he played three snaps or whatever it was. Right. I mean, yeah, I I guess if you mean fantasy irrelevance, um, you talk about every Lions player. Yeah. And Zeke, Zeke's fine in the end zone. Zeke's had a better season than people give him credit for. Yeah. Agree. All right. Falcons and the Bengals. Yeah, Joe Burrow, you probably won your matchup. Yep. Uh, Joe Burrow um, and any of those top three receivers, you're good. They're back to the end of season form of last year. Right. And the Falcons, I still I still don't understand it. How are, how are you not trying Desmond Ritter out at this point? I mean, I know they're three and four. They're doing better than what a lot of teams thought, but you have Drake London and Kyle Pitts on the other side, and you just don't have a quarterback that can get them the ball. I don't get it. Six total targets between London and Pitts. But that's not the quarterback. That's the that's the game plan. It, I agree. It's 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 both. It's both. Yeah. yeah. I, I I mean, the scheming of yeah, you have to scheme up plays for them, and they're not right. Not necessarily. If I'm the quarterback of that team, if I'm if, whether it's play action or just dropping back and passing, I'm looking to those two as my first two reads every time. Yeah. There's no reason that you should be throwing to anybody else but them two. Right. I agree. All right. Colts I still don't even know why Mariota is a starter, anyways. But I, I 100% agree. Never I said that going into the season. All right. Colts and the Titans. <sighs> Matt Ryan benched. Yeah. I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that coming. It needed to happen. I mean, at this point, they need a little spark, but I didn't expect it this early. Sam Eilinger wasn't good in college. No. So the fact that they're going to him, is he he really more hurt maybe than we think? That shoulder sprain? (laughs) They said he's not playing the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Why not see what you have in the Texas quarterback? I mean, He's got, he can run. He's going to get you points with his legs, but I think this really affects Michael Pittman. Paris Campbell, yeah. where is he came out of the last two weeks? I mean, this is a guy that was a first-round draft pick that a lot of people, especially in the Dynasty community, loved coming out of college and kept hyping, kept hyping, but never could stay healthy. And last two weeks, he's he's been the go-to person. Yeah. I think you're starting Pittman no matter what. I think the person that hurts almost the most is Paris Campbell because these last two weeks, he's been so good. He's had 11 and 12 targets the past two weeks. Now everybody's chasing him thinking, oh, I got to start this guy now. Now you're going to start him with a new quarterback. It could be it could be a zero-point week for him this week for all we know. And if you're a Jonathan Taylor owner, this isn't going to help that either. No. Well, yeah. it could. It could. There could be a lot of check downs and he could get involved in more of the passing game because of a shitty quarterback. Let's just say it can't go backwards. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Packers and the commanders. Packers on a three game losing streak and looking bad. Going to be four games. It's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he hasn't been playing good, but 
Dobbs has been terrible for him. Watkins, it was what Watkins first came back. He probably played 50 percent of the snaps. So he and it's just Watkins. Yeah, and it's temper your expectations. Yep. And then who else was it? Lazard got hurt. Yep, and might not play this week. Who does who does he have to throw to? Not that I like giving any excuses for Aaron Rodgers, but I thought Tunyon would have a lot more targets than he's getting. Yeah. And he's still getting, you know, four targets, but I thought he would be getting like ten. Yeah. Should. He's a security blanket that I thought Rogers would trust, especially when Cobb went down and Right. Oh, he just didn't get it. As far as the commanders with Heineke at quarterback, I mean they looked more explosive. They looked better. There's a little energy around them. Do you think that helps McLaurin? out a little bit or Curtis Samuel Curtis Samuel looked pretty darn good to me they both did this week I thought I right. I, I just don't know how relevant they're going to be with Heineke that's my only worry and plus they're still going to get touches to Robinson and Gibson it's there's a lot of guys that they and then once Dotson gets back you know that's going to take away from them too yeah I don't know if it's the offensive line is so bad for Washington um, and Wentz cannot move at all. Um, you know, Heineke, Heineke can kind of – he can move a little bit better than Wentz, and maybe that'll add to more successful offense for him too. Great. Is it just me or is – Antonio Gibson looks a lot better than Brian Robinson. I think Brian Robinson looks slow and just not very good. I don't know. That's just me. I, I think you could say they're similar to A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, where Jones is the more explosive back, but Dillon's the guy that beats you up in the middle, wears down your defense, where Robinson is A.J. Dillon. And that's what Robinson was drafted as. He was drafted as a bowling ball um, between the tackles guy. Right. All right, Tampa and the Panthers. This was a game that no one saw coming. I don't know what to make of this game. I don't know if there's anything to read into it at all from either side of the ball. I mean, Mike Evans right away had a 60-yard touchdown pass dropped. He was wide open. He was the only yep. person around and dropped it. I mean, that's that's how they started out the game, and they just never recovered. Yeah. Is it Chris time? Godwin is just not helping him out. I mean, Evans and Godwin are getting all the targets. They got 28 targets in the game between the two, but – and it's going to continue this week. There is no they Russell Gage. Julio, I wouldn't plan on Julio playing. Cameron Braid's going to be out. I mean, Kate Odden's going to be in there, but it's going to be those two. And they can probably pass against Baltimore's defense on Thursday right. night football. But is it time to start worrying about Tom Brady? I don't think yeah. so. Yes. I, I think he's going to figure it out. The, the, the offensive line's surprisingly playing pretty well actually but i i don't know i think they're gonna they're gonna figure this out tom brady yeah. has had stretches like this before and they usually do figure it out so he's yeah. never had a stretch where he's lost back-to-back games to teams with losing records in his entire career he's 45 years old that is impressive right the lions do it every every year <laughs> so do the bears so do the bears yeah all right let's <laughs> actually before i want to move on with the Panthers, Foreman and Hubbard. Two guys, the stream weekly? I don't know. I'd start uh, them both. 
I don't they know. had nobody else to give the ball to. Foreman the past two years has done nothing but showed me he can play. Look what he did with Tennessee to end the year. I mean, he carried me to a dynasty championship last year because he just was scoring and getting over 100 yards. He has yeah. another game, 15 carries, 118 yards. And he would have had a touchdown, but he drove him. He had a 60, 70-yard run, take him down, and then, I don't know, maybe Fat Boy was too tired and <laughs> Hubbard got the touchdown. But they're going to run the ball. Yes. P.J. Walker is not going to sling it all around. I don't know. That's something to monitor. I mean, that could I be. Think, I think opposing defenses are going to. They're going to make the Panthers beat them in the air, though. Right. They're going to load the box. And they're not going to play from ahead. Where they also play true. from ahead the entire game. So, all right. Giants and the Jaguars. I'll start. Okay. My ride or die. ETN. Yeah. To the moon, baby. He is a stud. And now James Robinson, I don't new. think, got one carry of this game. I mean, clearly they knew they were going to trade him after this game, so why why even play him? But, I mean, just even 14 carries, ETN has 114 yards. And once he starts getting some more of the passing down work, dude, this guy's good. Yeah. No, yeah, it'll be interesting now that, I mean, obviously he was like the only, what, James Robinson didn't even have a carry last week, so nope. he's the only one there, but. Yeah, I I still think that they need to get him more catches, but I guess he right. I think he had five targets maybe or something. Yeah, one catch on five targets. Yeah, but yeah he yeah and he would have had a big one at the end. I think it was the second to last play. They did a pass out to Kirk, who did a pass to Etn, and Etn probably would have came close to scoring, but the pass was just a little off. He was wide open, but I guess that's what's going to happen when you have a Yep. Wide receiver throwing you the football. Yep. Trevor Lawrence yeah. has not looked good um, nope. in the last few weeks. He's nope. uh, he's been very inaccurate. Yep. Yep. Christian Kirk finally turned around a little bit. Yep. Jay Jones, he could be a league winner. I mean, he's getting a lot of targets each week. Even Evan Ingram. I mean, for somebody that probably wasn't drafted at tight end, Evan Ingram's been a pretty consistent tight end most weeks. Yep. For the Giants, anything there? Wandell Robinson got injured. Wandell and Darius Slayton, I guess, if you if you need a streaming option, if you've got a lot of bye week guys or something. But basically their and, offense is handed off to Barkley, Jones run. Jones like Jones is another guy that's quietly having a pretty darn good season. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he is. I hate the Giants. I hate the Giants more than I do the Packers, but you gotta give them credit. I mean you're six I, and one. I don't, I don't know. know actually. I don't know if you can start anybody besides Barkley, though. Right. Daniel Jones. If you have if you to. If if you have a quarterback on bye, you could start. Yeah, I mean he's a good. He's player. just he's just really bad at playing quarterback. That's the problem. Is he the Giants' quarterback next year? No. Really? Even if they no. keep this up. He's not playing very well. <laughs> They're winning. Well. He's not turning the ball over. That's been his biggest thing is fumbling and turning True. the ball over, and he's keeping the, holding on to the ball. But here's another thing. He's kind of like Justin Fields. Who in the hell has he had to throw to this year? Right. You know, if you load him up with wide receivers that are healthy, 
I mean, they have um, they have a first round draft pick and at wide receiver that don't play. That doesn't play exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't so know. Basically, they don't have one. Well, they got um, Robinson. Then they draft him in the second round. Right, but he's been injured he's been, too. Yeah. And Slayton's a second round draft pick. I mean, they they put some pieces around him. I wouldn't I wouldn't compare it to the Bears. The the Bears fields has. What do you mean no they got to kill Harry? Pick. He's a first round draft pick. They do. That's true. He got a catch this week. Velas Jones isn't he a second or is he a third? Who? Velas Jones. He was a fourth, third, third. He was a third. Yeah. Yeah, they put pieces around him. <laughs> sure. All right, Browns Ravens. Thank you for moving on from that conversation. We'll get back there. Browns and Ravens. <laughs> Gus Edwards. Edwards. First game back, and he gets 16 carries. J.K. Dobbins, I don't know if he's played 16 snaps in three games that he played. Yeah, I don't think J.K. was ever right. He couldn't have been. Not compared to what Gus looked good. Yeah, um, he's a a must-add if he's out there right now. I don't think he's available in any league. Mega I picked him up. I picked him up with waivers this week uh, in a league. Really? Anything on the Browns end? Nick Chubb? I mean, we got to monitor the Kareem Hunt situation. I mean, if Hunt gets traded, Chubb's workload is just only going to increase. Right. And so is Hunt. Or maybe it's going to be Dearness Johnson. I mean, he's a guy in the waiver wire that you should watch too. If I remember mentioning like two weeks ago, like, the Browns had like five starting options in fantasy. I'm pretty sure they're down to one, maybe two. I was yeah. a little, I was the a Joker little, was a starting option. The Joker was a must start. Yeah. Yep. But now he's hurt. Right. But he's hurt now. Amari, I'm not, I don't think he's been doing much these last few weeks. Jacoby Brissett hasn't done much the last couple of weeks. Joker was on for like on pace to be like a top five yeah. tight end. Yeah, he, he's probably he number three. Well. All right, let's talk about the sad story. You already know I hate talking about the Broncos, but let's talk about the Jets. Reese Hall. Man. Oh, I thought that you were sucks to see. Jack Wilson's bad game. We would be talking about how big it is in uh, a league winner right now if you have Hall. We'd be talking, he's a league winner. Instead, we're talking about who do you pick up instead now that Hall's hurt. That's just a shame. I think, I think this, this, week, this really helps out Michael Carter to me yeah. because Hall was at least getting some of the pass work it, where and Carter, James Robinson's not going to be stealing that much from Carter. No, Carter's a better Carter's a better athlete, a better running back, anyways, than James Robinson. That was just a death piece because right. otherwise it was Ty Johnson behind and yeah. yeah, the Jets defensively they're good, Broncos. I don't even know what to say about them. I'm not going to talk about them. You guys can talk about them. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Is the running back to have there. Melvin Gordon is not streamable at all. I, Do not I'm just, I'm just so sick of watching them play and talking about it. I, I don't want to, I don't want to pay attention to the Broncos. They're, they're depressing. I think everyone's Wilson got one of their players on the team game this week. He was rumored to be working out hard on the airplane on the way over to London. He's doing high knees. knees. I can't believe someone doesn't punch him. (laughs) Sit your ass down. You're driving everyone fucking nuts, and now we're stuck on an eight-hour 
plane ride with you. This is reaching the Denver days of the, the Tim Tebow days in Denver, the circus. But do you want to know what the difference was? Tebow won. Yeah, they won. Tebow won the games. I don't care how they did it. Tebow at least won games. Yep. All right, enough of that stupid game. Texans and the Raiders. Josh Jacobs, another one that if you had Josh Jacobs, you likely won this week. But he had like three 30-plus point games in a row now. Yeah, he's just going off. Yeah, everyone's down on him this year, and he's really took off. Yeah, anything on Texans end? I think we're going to see the last of Brandon Cooks this Sunday, if he even makes it to Sunday. Right. Sounds like he's for sure going to be on a different team. I mean, at this point, it's just going to be Damian Pierce. He's the only guy that can start from the Texans, sadly. So if if Cooks leaves, do you think um, Nico Collins – is a fantasy relevant receiver. I do. I I think he's going to be the one receiving the majority of targets. Yeah, but Cooks hasn't been doing anything with him. Nico's not better than Brandon Cooks. They still got to throw the ball. Somebody's still got to catch the ball. Yeah, it's just getting divided up. They got to throw it, but nobody's going to catch it. (laughs) Well, Cooks was hurt last year, and Nico Collins' production skyrocketed. At this point, with this many injuries across the league... If you're like me, you're desperate. So, yeah, I would probably try to start him. Okay, How the hell are you four and three with all these injuries? I, dude. And I can't buy a Cortland Sutton 13-yard catch for a win in a league. Oh, God. Yeah, Sutton is a guy that I need. Him and Dobbs. But Dobbs got me zero. Sutton got me, like, three. I still scored almost 160 points because I have Patrick Mahomes. All right. The Sea Chickens and the Chargers. Kenny Walker. Kenny Walker. My boy Kenny Walker. League winner. Somebody, right here. I read today that's I don't know if it was the pro focused football Twitter account said that they think Kenny Walker is the best pure runner since Adrian Peterson. That's pretty high praise right there. That's yeah, I don't know about that, but I, I agree. I don't know about that, but dude, this guy can move. He can jump yeah. cut and he can break tackles. Yes, and he's fast. He's very much like Nick Chubb in a way, I'd say, compared where he's not going to get a lot of the passing down work. Well, he or he's can, just not going to get a lot, he but he can catch. catch. Yeah, he can catch. Yeah. This is another guy I just hope stays injury-free. I mean, you're looking at him and Brees Hall, and they – even next year, I mean, Kenny Walker and Brees Hall are probably going to be first-round redraft picks the way they're going so hopefully he can stay injury free marquise goodwin do you pick him up and start him if dk misses this week against the giants no yeah uh, not against the giants i guess it depends on what you're buying yeah it's yeah. like it's like you said Derek. you gotta throw the ball and someone's gotta catch it yeah well i'm starting gino this week so i'm hoping he's slinging it i don't give a crap who he slings it to just I might. E- I think I picked up Goodwin. To be honest, I might even start him. Sit down on my bench. I mean, why not? I got nothing to lose. I'm not gonna win the Super Bowl this year, anyways. So, I, like I said, I'm average scored predicted to score like 104 or five points this week. It's gonna be brutal. All right, Chiefs, 49ers. Eric, I'll let you talk about this shit show. Well, we're down a lot of guys. It was really windy. 
we had a big breakfast and we just we just came out flat, really. I think we Actually, had I would a, say you guys oh, came out gunned. rocking and then ended flat. Yeah. <laughs> you just outgunned. You guys moved the ball the first two drives, especially when McCaffrey. Boy, for, 49er fans definitely love McCaffrey. For anybody who thinks that Jimmy G should be signed over Trey Lance, just got a wake-up call this week. That's why we invested in Trey Lance. No idea if Trey Lance is any good, but Jimmy G is not the guy to lead us to the promised land. I mean, it had nothing to do with your defense giving up 44 points. The Chiefs' defense is not very good, and we scored, what, 23? With all those weapons, we scored 23 points. I I will say, um, fantasy-wise, it's a good move for McCaffrey owners right now. Oh, I think it's going to be great. But Jimmy's got to learn how to check it down because there were a lot of times Caffrey's just sitting there like, hey, I'm open. And he'll try to chuck it down to Kittle, who has probably got one or two people on him. For fantasy purposes, if you have McCaffrey, you better hope Jeff Wilson gets traded this weekend. Because I think Jeff Wilson's still going to play a little bit. And if Jeff Wilson is off the team, McCaffrey's going to get probably at least another five touches a game. I don't. Jeff Wilson ain't gonna play. Barely. I would. I wouldn't worry about Wilson. Decent. All right, let's end it. Steelers and the Dolphins Monday Night Football. Tua's back. Tua's back. Um, good for. uh, I would say it's. I mean, Tyreek Hill owners. It really didn't change much, but good for Waddle owners. Right. Yeah. They just never. I don't know. If the Steelers just play the two high, three high, whatever, to prevent just every deep pass, but it looked like everything was just dink and dunk, and just let them let them try to work. So there's no real big plays, but kind of a sloppy game, you yeah. know, and just not exciting. It started out exciting, and then I don't know. Steelers. Najee looks better than Jalen Warren too, but I don't. I would take. I think Jalen. Yeah, I think Warren looks more explosive. No, I'm the opposite. I think oh, Najee looks, so? looks bad right now. I don't know why. But, yeah, Steelers. That's another team that if you have any of those guys, it's probably real frustrating. Deontay's getting the targets. Yep. It's just they're not connecting. Pickens, you really got to hope he gets a touchdown. And a lot could change, too, if Claypool gets traded this week. Yeah. All right, that's it for our Week 7 recap. Let's dive into week eight really really what's that oh wait i said the steelers and the dolphins were monday night my apologies that was sunday night there's one more game god jake i did not mean to do this to you here is your moment the bears and the patriots let's hear it jake um gotta start fields I mean, especially this week against Dallas, got to start him. Got to start him this week. I mean, the Patriots couldn't stop him. Dallas isn't going to stop him. Um, Other than that, I don't really see much uh, fantasy relevance from any of the Bears players. Um, It's it's basically it's like it's like the Ravens. You know, you got Lamar Jackson, and then sometimes other people get involved in the offense. Is Herbert starting to take over? 
do you think? No. Just to me, he looks like the better back. I think it's looking like he's starting to. It, I mean, it's it, I, you almost can't start either one of them right now. I, I agree. I mean, you probably have to if you have Montgomery. It, 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 they almost were like sharing series. Like, you know, one series it would be all Montgomery. Next series it would be all Herbert. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I got nothing else to say about that game. Patriots, Ramondre Stevenson could be a league winner too. He's yeah. getting a ton of targets. So, I mean, that Mac Jones is a starter. Looks weird. So far. Mac Jones going into week eight as a starter, but we see how quickly that can change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was telling these guys today that uh, I was listening to a Boston reporter saying how the locker room is Mac, or on Mac Jones' side, but the coaches are on Bailey Zappi's side. And that's a recipe for disaster. That, that, just, that just means there's going to be a lot of players on different teams yeah. this week. Especially if they continue to lose. Uh, I don't know. It could get real ugly. Yeah. And who cares? Nobody likes to see them win anyways, right? Yes, we've had, we've had enough of that shit. All right, let's get into our week eight recap. We are going to, our week eight recap, week eight, love, hate. So we're going to give you guys two players we love and two players we hate. Let's start with Jake. Jake, who do you love? I love Tua this week versus Detroit. Um, Tua's back. He he looked good. He looked decent. Um, and Detroit is falling apart. Um their defense was already giving up a ton of fantasy points. Now they're just not scoring it. They're not scoring anymore. I think I think Tua lights up Detroit this week. Wait, you mean DeAndre Swift isn't in your love? Wasn't he somebody's love last week? And we had a bet that he'd score less than 20 points. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm talking about Tua versus Detroit this week. I know, but I, I, I'm thinking about Lions right now. I just got on the lines and you're on this little rat tangent. I wanted to bring up about somebody, the other person in our group talking in about my defense. Love. I don't know if I was drunk when we did love hate last week or what, but I was completely wrong about everything I said last week. <laughs> but, but you were really wrong. Like we called the out on it. We were yeah, calling we, you we out told on you. it. Sorry, Jake. I didn't mean to switch there, but it, oh, I, I thought you were saying that I was kind of talking about I was, I thought you said that I picked Swift. I'm like, no, 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 no. What are you talking no. about? The other person in our group. <laughs> I also picked our, Tom Brady as a love last week. How'd that work out? I mean, not great. No, not not even decent. I was to say it could be worse, but Swift didn't play, and Brady. Yeah, I don't know if it could have got worse, man. No. But if Swift would have played, oh. Oh God, he would have went off. They probably would have won that game. Oh, probably. All right. Here, here's, you here's, have no room to talk. You said DeAndre Swift is the new Ladanian Tomlinson. So I, I said he is, but he hasn't played. But when he was playing, what was he doing? Okay. When, when Mo Alley Cox scores a touchdown, he's going to score a lot of touchdowns. Hey, Mo Alley Cox is coming, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, who do you love? Well, I'm right there with Jake. My love is Tyreek Hill. Obviously, they they play the Lions this week. I think they're going to put up a big number. 
it's gonna be Tua's second game back after his what two week hiatus. Um, Tyreek's had 13 or more targets in four of the last six games that he's played. Um, hasn't scored a touchdown since week two, so I'm gonna call it. Tyreek gets on the board with the touchdown this week. I like it. All right, my love. I like Tony Pollard this week. Playing the Bears, and I'm not quite sure if Zeke's going to play, and if he does, I don't know how much he's actually going to play. I think Dallas could definitely check down, check it down to Tony Pollard quite a bit, but I also think, sorry, Jake, but I think Dallas will get up in this game, and I think the second half is going to be a lot of kill on the clock, running the ball, and I could easily see him breaking, you know, one of those 50, 60-yard runs. So I, I'm, I think Pollard finds the end zone, has over 100 scrimmage yards, which would be a good week for Pollard. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> good. Good. Easy there, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> All right, Jake. I love DeAndre Hopkins versus Minnesota this week. He, he once, as soon as he comes back, all of a sudden he's a He's a number one wide receiver. Obviously, um, Kyler Murray loves him. There's no Hollywood Brown there. Doesn't seem to like to throw to anybody else. I I think uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I like him. Love him. He's on my team. Love, Love him. Like it. Who do you think scores more points, him or Jefferson, this week? Because it's going to be a fun battle. DeAndre Hopkins scores more than anybody this week. I like it. Bold. Any more, than, more than anyone in the game or more than anyone in fantasy? At more than any wide receiver in fantasy this week. Okay. Like it. All right. Eric. I am going with Derek Henry on my second one. He has had more carries every week since week two. I don't think that that continues this week because he had 30 carries last week, but. The Titans know what their recipe for success is, and it's him running the ball. They got nobody to throw to. Burks is still out. Robert Woods being your best receiver is not very good. It's just feed Derrick Henry. And they play Houston this week. They're going to probably just run it right down their throat because Houston also might not have some of their weapons if they're going to be trading Brandy Cooks or something. So I think Tennessee just does what they do, run the ball. Last I checked, uh, Brandon Cook doesn't play defense. Does he? I'm aware of that, Jake. Yes. Okay. Which uh, means Houston won't. I don't know how he's. I don't know how he's going to be. You know, if he does play, be stopping the run. Tennis or uh, the t- Houston before last week only gave up one touchdown on the ground all season. Yeah. Yeah, they have a very good run stopping defense. Well, I like to not just do the low-hanging fruit like Jake does with DeAndre Hopkins. I like to try to find something else from the side. Hey, I like it. Right I think it's front a good play. And shove Henry's, it right down your throat. Henry is, he's back. And they're going to, they can't throw the ball, so why not just run it 35 times? Thank you. I'll give you some low-hanging fruit. How about Daniel Jones this week against Seattle? I think Seattle, Seattle from oh. time to time definitely uh, gives up. A lot of points. There's a good and one. There's, what's that? I think it's a good one. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like Daniel Jones in that. I think, you know, you maybe it's only one or two in the air. This week. But, yeah, he might. He's capable, especially against Seattle, getting 70, 80 yards on the ground, which is 
essentially another touchdown. So in a bye or a week full of bye weeks, I mean, he's he's definitely a good play if your quarterback is out. So, Are you starting him this week since you're without your quarterback? I am not. Daniel Jones was already taken. There's a lot of people in my league that have two quarterbacks, and I wasn't one of them. So it was pretty ugly pickings for me. So, all right, Jake, who do you hate? Um, I hate uh, Dalvin Cook this week. Um, his his uh, snap percentage has, I mean, it was decent last week, but he's only getting like 60% of the snaps in the offense. Um, he's also going up against Arizona this week, um, who ranks 12th on rush defense. Um, I also think that they will be, uh, Minnesota will be having to sling the ball to keep up with, with uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins this week. And I don't think Dalvin Cook will be part of that equation. I like check it. Downs? No, Maddinson will be in for those. I see Madison just got picked up. Somebody dropped Dak Prescott. I don't know if that was in the LFO division. Drop Dak for Madison. I'd drop Dak for anybody. I'd drop him for Marquise Goodwin. I'm starting Dak. Somebody should really yeah, I, I agree. If you're in the NSYNC division, you know, there are a lot of guys on that waiver wire I'd probably drop Dak for, so you should do it. All right, Eric, who do you love or who do you hate? Well, I hate Dak, but <laughs> Gus Edwards is who I hate this week. And I'm picking him because people are going to go into this week thinking he's a top 10 or 20 running back because he had 66 yards and two touchdowns last week. But my guess is he's going to come out of that game a little bit sore, probably not practice a whole lot this week. They play the Bucks this week. I think the Ravens are going to be playing from behind because I think Tom Brady and the Buccaneers finally figure it out. And it's going to be the game script for the Ravens is not going to say, let's run the ball 30 times this game. They're going to have to figure out how to throw it. And the Ravens have not been able to figure that out yet this year. So, so Gus Edwards, his stat line from last week, I would not expect that again this week. It's possible he scores a touchdown, but I would say he's under 50 yards and no touchdowns this week. Wow. I like it. My hate is Jonathan Taylor this week. And a lot of it, we already talked about it, is the uncertainty of Sam Ellinger and what that offense is going to look like. They play the Commanders. Washington's got a good front, good run defense. You can definitely pass on the Commanders, but I think they're going to try to stack the box and just make sure Jonathan Taylor doesn't beat beat them. And Jonathan Taylor hasn't beat anyone yet this year. So why is that going to start with Sam Ellinger? Now, you could flip on the other side, and there might be hope that Sam Ellinger checks it down more than what Matt Ryan has. But until I see anything change in the positive direction for Jonathan Taylor, I just don't like him, especially this week against the Commanders in that tough defensive front. Well, I hope you're wrong. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Trust me, I have him. Jake, who do you hate? I hate Geno Smith this week versus... <laughs> Versus the Giants. Right in the chest. The fighting not, not only has his his production has been going down. He is trending downward right now. Um, he's also going against 
a a very sneaky good New York Giants defense. Um, I, I don't see I don't see him breaking 15 points this week. He, he oh he's also without DK Metcalf or pot probably out without DK Metcalf this week. Jake. I mean, you should, hey. I don't, I wouldn't start, I wouldn't start him. Just I'm, I am going into this week knowing I'm taking a loss and I'm going down to four and four. I I've accepted it. It would be a miracle. If I win this week, who I play, I think I played Brandon Krantz. You guys don't know him, but I know him. He's never going to hear the end of it. I'm going to remind him probably 15 times next week in the episode that I kicked his ass with a team that was supposed to score 104 points led by Geno Smith and Marquise Goodwin. That's a great combination. One can pray, right? (laughs) Eric, who do you hate? My last hate is Aaron Rodgers, and I hate him in multiple, multiple ways. Same, Um, brother. So I can't like I can't list every way. It'd be easier to list all the ways that I like him. But um I really actually like him this week when I watch him play the Bills on Sunday night and watch the Bills beat him by 40 because there's a real possibility that that happens. But he hasn't had 20 points in fantasy yet this year. He'll be playing from behind, but he's probably probably going to be without Lazard. Sammy Watkins probably still only going to play half the snaps. Dobbs can't catch a ball. He's got Christian Watson coming back from injury. He hopes Christian Watson figures it out. So he's got no one to throw to. He's going to hope Aaron um, Aaron Jones can help him do something because Rodgers has no receivers to throw to. The Bills' defense is good, and the Bills are just going to kill him. And he's going to be frustrated because he's a head case. You're going to see him on the sideline all night throwing iPads around, or I should say Microsoft services around. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. But I hate yeah. him. I, I'm looking forward to the Sunday night game. So am I. It's going to be a good birthday present to me seeing <laughs> that happen. <laughs> all right. My last hate. I hate Damian Pierce this week. I think Ooh. the Titans. Titans have a good run defense. They're playing well as of late. I think they've won three straight games. And the Texans, they just don't have a pass game. So they rely on Damian Pierce, you know, breaking 20, 30 yard carries every once in a while and getting them down the field. And I just don't see it happening this week. I think Titans load up the box, even though, I mean, Damian Pierce, he's been doing it from week to week. Every opportunity he gets, he's, he's been putting up points. But I think this is the first week that we see Pierce under 10. Under 10 total points this week. Oh, wow. So, anything else? Any other hates, loves that you guys want to quickly throw in? Did I mention I hate Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I. that should be a weekly hate for us. It should be. Yes. All right. So, we are going to go into our week eight pick em. We started this segment last week. We chose two divisions. We picked 12 total games. Eric is in the lead right now with a record of six, six. Both Jake and I are sitting right behind him at five and seven. Nothing too pretty, boys. I mean, six and six is not even anything to brag about. Um, if my Mega Bowl team was six and six right now, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start out in the boys to men division. 
And our first matchup, we have Team K Fred, who is five and two, versus Andy Richard, who is one and six. And Andy Richard was our number one preseason ranked team. I remember that. At one and six. Frederick has Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler out, which is huge. And Nicole Hardman. Yeah, and Nicole Hardman, yep. So, you know, he's going to be able to throw Darren Waller in. He's got Derek Carr, but, man, this is going to be a great opportunity. He still has Tyreek Kill, who you love. Josh Jacobs, who's just been going crazy. But what a week for Andy Richard to go against K-Fred. Yeah, what do you guys he, think? Who are, you, who are you taking in this matchup? I, I, I got Andy Richard. Richard just doesn't have any. He's got Naeem Hines in his flex, Latavius Murray. I I don't know. I think Russell Gage is out also for Team K Fred. So he is out basically what four four starters at least. Yep, it's gonna be and, a tough week for K Fred. I mean, he's at five and two right now. This is gonna be a tough loss. Right. It would really help Andy if Michael Thomas comes back to play, but you can't ever count on that. Hopefully McCaffrey gets more playing time. You know, Benjamin, I mean, he's really relying on James Conner being out. Jake, you took Andy? I got Andy. I'm going to go Andy as well. I'm going to take Mr. I'm going Team K, Fred. Oh, yeah. The percentages does not say it, but once he resets that lineup, it'll help, but. I still yeah. think with Josh Jacobs and Tyreek Hill, Zach Ertz, he's still got a real – and Brandon Ayuk, he's got a real solid team still. Right. All right, next matchup, we had the 4-3 and three, Nick Werner versus the 5-2 and two, Kelly Ware. Nick, he's got Tua, he's got Chubb, Foreman Cup, Waddle, pretty solid lineup, Debo. Kelly Ware, he, right now he's Lauren with Trevor Lawrence, Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean, this is not looking good for Kelly Ware, who's got a better record, but he's got Keenan Allen, who's on a bye, DK Metcalf, who is likely out. I'm all on Nick Warner in this one, and I, I think it's going to be pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Nick Warner, too, although I think um, uh, Team Kelly Ware has a, has a damn good team. Um, you know, Keenan Allen hasn't panned out for him. DK's going to be hurt. You had those two guys in there, and they're healthy. He's got a good team. Right. Yeah, how is that team five and two? All matchups, baby. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I question a lot of these teams how they are. 829 points forced. Almost the lowest in their whole league, and they're five and two. So congrats. Yeah. You got the right weeks to play people. Yep. Eric, who do you got I in this matchup? Too. Um, I'm going Warner. All right. Nick Warner across the board. Our next matchup, we have the two and five Kendall Cabinets versus the five and two and a really hot team, my father, Brett Hubbard. Kendall, rolling with Cousins. He's got Delvin Cook, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown. My dad, Joe Burrow, who has been extremely hot as well or as of late. Same with Ramondre Stevenson. Kamara is back. Jamar Chase, who has just been a touchdown machine. Lave, <laughs> he's got ETN. Wow, I did not realize my dad was sitting as well as a as a team. I'm going my dad in this one. I think it's a pretty easy victory. 
I don't think it's an easy victory. I think it comes down to does Amonra St. Brown play? In, he didn't even have a concussion last week. They already said I know, but okay, so he stubs his toe and he goes out with a concussion last week, or what? Like <laughs> you don't you, you don't know what you're getting out of him week to week anymore. So otherwise, I think he probably has the better team, but I think that could be the difference maker right there. But yeah, I, I'm going Kendall Cam. Um, and it's, it's pretty much, uh, I'm not a St. Brown guy. looks like that, that ship has sailed. Um, Robert Woods sucks. I don't know and, why he has uh, Robert Woods in his play. I mean, you got Gus Edwards on your bench. Wandel Robinson, yeah. if he plays, I would definitely play him over him. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go Brett. I'm going to go Brett Hubbard too. I think Joe Burrow is playing real hot right now. So Kendall Cam. All right, we have our next matchup, the four and three Nolan Bauer Bower versus the one or the four and three team Undertaker. <laughs> All right, Nolan, Don Brady, oh boy. Najee Harris, Saquon, D Hop, Pittman, Kirk. And then you got the Undertaker, my man Dak Prescott, Joe, Aaron Jones, Damian Pierce. Devontae Adams, Miles Sanders. Who do you guys like in this one? I got I'm Nolan going, Bauer. I'm with Jake on that. Yeah. Oh, Good man. That's, I think, yeah, I like that. 40 I think points right there. I'm going to take, I'm going to go Undertaker. I'm going to, I think Dak outscores Brady by quite a bit. So I'm going to take the quarterback play on this one. All right, last one, or actually second to last one. We have the five and two Nate Rundy versus the one and six Tim Shaw. <laughs> I just had to look at Nate's first thing, Gino or Josh <laughs> Allen. I probably never going to pick against Josh Allen, especially playing Green Bay. What? Stephon he's got Diggs. Gino. Yeah. He's got Joe Mixon and Ken Walker too down there. Yeah, Stephon Diggs, who's going to get his points. Yeah, Ken Walker. Man, if you could put David Montgomery like him on your bench, even Damian Harris, Day Jones. He's going to get Marquise Brown back for the playoffs. Yep. He's going to have a tough squad. Yeah, I got I got Nate, Nate Rundy, and I mean, I mean, it's hard to say. It takes a lot of chance, a lot of luck, but this team's looking like a league winner. Yeah. Like a, a whole thing winner. And Jonathan Taylor, one of those guys that, Tim Schaff has that. If you're like Jake, myself, Tim Schaff, if you have Jonathan Taylor, you're crawling out of a. I mean, you're going on an uphill swim all season. It's hard I mean, to win. I'm, when he's, I'm winning out, but I don't, I don't know about Derek. But I, I, I'm, I'm going to win the rest of my matchups. All right, Derek, do you have Nate or are you going? Yeah, I went Nate. Yep. All right. And then our final matchup of the boys to men division, we got. Password is Taco, Nate Wallenhurst, owner of the Annex, versus, he is two and five, versus the four and three, Eli Humphrey. Lamar, jo oh, and uh, Nate has renamed all of his players, so. If he, if he spent more time researching the, what guys are good and not, instead of naming his players, he might be better than two and five. Yeah, he, he has nicknames for all of us. So he's got AKA or Lamar Jackson, AKA God. 
He's got Khalil Herbert, a.k.a. the Bears suck. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny to read. But in this matchup, I'm I'm probably going Eli Humphrey. I mean, a lot. I mean, if Zeke doesn't play, that's definitely going to hurt him. But Higgins, oh, I didn't even see that Kelsey's out. I, I mean, I have Eli Humphreys, too. I have Eli Humphreys, and he doesn't even need to start a tight end. He's still going to win. Um, I got squeak. I'm way. going. I'm going Nate on this one. Which I'm one? going Wallenhurst. Squeak. Yeah. He's got Justin Jefferson, Gabe Davis, and Taysom Hill on the bench. He'll be starting them guys. Jake, are you going? Yeah, I'm going Eli. Eli. All right. A few guys. <laughs> All right, and then our other division. We chose O Town. I believe that's your division, Eric, isn't it? Yeah, I I've looked at this division too much. All right. So our first matchup, we have Parker, Dad Bod, God Jackarine, who is sitting at five and two versus the formerly known worst team in the league, Chad Burkholder, who is on a four game win streak. He is at four and three. Parker rolling with Daniel Jones. He's got Chuba Hubbard in the lineup, Josh Jacobs. And then or Cooper Cup. Can't forget Cooper Cup. And then you got Chad Burkholder's. He's got Brady. He's got both Cowboys running backs, and he's got CeeDee Lamb. Derrick Henry, who Eric loves. What do you guys got? I got Parker, Dad, Bod, Jay. Um, Chad is way too reliant on Dallas, and I think you're going to be surprised on uh, how low-scoring game this is going to be. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Parker, Dad, Bod in this one. That's going to make three of us, even though I'm a Cowboys fan. Oh, my that's just, goodness. That's just too many players on one team that you're relying on. What a loser. So, all right. We have Cliff Durham, Durham, who is at 5-2 and two versus another 5-2 and two team, Mike Clements. Kind of a heavyweight showdown right here. Cliff, rolling with Joe Burrow, Joe, Joe Mixon. He's getting Swift, hopefully, back in his lineup. He's got Higgins. And then you got Mike Lentz, Josh Allen, hard to pick against him. Jalen Waddle, Amon Ron, Mark Andrews. What do you guys got? Mike Clements. Actually, they have two good defenses, too, that are going to put up some points. Buffalo and Philly this week. I don't care about defenses. I never look at that. You will when they put up 20 points. It's just chance. Mm. I think it's more than chance right now. Would you you took Mike, Jake? Yeah. I'm gonna go Mike as well in this week. I'm not betting against Josh Allen. I'm going Cliff Durham. Just looks like Jake and I are gonna catch up a little bit this week. All I'm right. Pull away. We have the five and two. Man, I feel like there's a lot of five and two teams in this division. The five and two Brantley Holtzman versus the three and four Nate Graney. Brantley Holtzman, right now, he's got Trevor Lawrence, Nick Chubb, Ramondi Stevenson, Stephon Diggs. Whereas Nate Grandy, Graney, he's got Jared Goff. I could see that definitely changing. Delvin Cook, Travis Etienne, Tyreek Hill. Who do you guys like this week? Nate Graney. Like it? I think... Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Nate Graney as well. 
That will make three of us. I think I, I lost a Holtzman last week. He has DJ Moore. <laughs> Looks like you lost to a lot of people. <laughs> I was five and two, probably. All right. Our next matchup, I'm taking Nate as well. Our next matchup, we have four and three, Ty Thomas versus the one and six, Keith Moore. Keith Moore just getting his first win of the year. He's hot, baby. Can he make it two in a row? Ty Thomas, Jalen Hurts, James Conner, possibly. DeAndre Hawkins, Justin Jefferson. That's two really good wide receivers there. Whereas Keith Moore, he's rolling with Geno. He's got Najee. He's got Saquon. He's got Mike Evans, Damian Pierce. I'm going to go Keith Moore this week. I think he's going to make it two in a row. Not me. I'm going Ty Thomas. Yeah, I think it's too tough to go against Hawkins and Jefferson on the same team and Jalen Hurts. So he also has I'm, Michael Thomas on the bench, too. I'm going to go Ty Thomas. Don't care. <laughs> Don't care. All right. Two more matchups. We have the two and five Colby Leezer versus the four and three Justin Jefferson. Colby's got Lamar Jackson, Elvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Devontae Adams, whereas JD is Jay Davidson. You just call him Justin Jefferson, I believe. Did I? Justin Davidson? My bad. JD. I only call him JD. So the fact that I even call him Justin, period. I was like, Justin Jefferson. Didn't we just talk about him? They're actually. They could pull off looking like twins. They're very close on how they look. All right, he's got I, Dak Prescott. He's got Jonathan Taylor. He's got Gabe Davis, Debo Samuel, and Kenny G. Baby Walker. I'm going to go J.D. I got J.D., and I think he's going to win by 40 points. And he lost Brees Hall, too. He's got Gus Edwards, yeah. Yeah, but he has, he has Michael Carter as his handcuff, so he's fine. Got Keenan oh, Allen. I don't think that, that's a true yeah. handcuff, but yes, I'm going Jay Davidson as well. Man, if his team could have stayed healthy. All right. And then last, we have the two and five, Eric Barsh versus the two and five, Riley Cool. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah, I used to work with him. All right, Eric. You know, you you have this. You can rela- You can let everybody know about this matchup. Well, it's the same every week. I should win. I should win. I should win. My team sucks. My team sucks. My team blows. That's basically what it starts out as. Is I go in every week. And I'm like, oh, I got good matchups. I love these guys. These guys are going to do good. And they all blow donkey. So, yeah. So, if you up. have Kirk Cousins on your team, he blows donkey. If you have Christian McCaffrey, he's probably going to suck as well. Same with Fournette. Godwin, good. Hey, you got Goodwin in your lineup. I like it. Well, hell yeah, I do. I might just have to pick you because of that. And plus, Riley, he's got. Who else am I going to (laughs) start? Riley, he's got Aaron Rodgers. Probably never going to pick him to win. Aaron Jones, Jamar Chase. He's got Mike Williams, but he's out. Drake London, looking at his bench. He'll get Cam Akers, but he's doubtful to play just because he's. Possibly on the trading bar block, he'll probably put Devontae Smith in. Eric. Watch, keep a close eye on this matchup. I will still find a way to lose this. <laughs> it shouldn't be close. So who do you pick, Eric? Obviously, I'm picking me. 
Well, you, how can you say obviously after the conversation you just gave us? You got donkey <laughs> because, shit. You because got look at Riley's team. It's bad. Yeah, I mean, it is. He is Jamar Chase. All right, Riley, if you're listening to this, your team is pretty bad right now. He's like, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Who, else, so, who else do you think is going to score 10 points in his team? Nobody. Maybe so Aaron Jones. It's not looking good for Riley Cool's team. He's got guys that aren't even going to play starting. Eric is a 30-point favorite in this, and I'm going to take Riley Cool. And here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. Because F Eric. F him. <laughs> yes. That is, that is a perfect reasoning. You know that? Yep. That's all you it's need really to. about all you need. All right, that's it for our pick'em. Like I said, Eric leads the way. He's six and six. Both Jake and I are close behind at five and seven. Back, I mean, do you guys have anything else that you guys want to talk about in this episode, or ready to close out? Hopefully, we have a little better week this week on injuries because this past week was pretty brutal with some injuries. So, yeah, it'd be nice to keep what talent we have left healthy. Hey, right. sometimes those injuries work in your favor too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely can work out if you and and if you're if you're vigilant and uh, keep an eye on things, you might be able to find a diamond in the rough somewhere, maybe on the waivers. Anybody waivers that we should watch out for? I didn't even talk about uh, that. Marquise so, Goodwin. so what do you guys think of? Uh, uh, I, I know, I know, I know. Broncos tight end, the rookie, uh, the last Greg yeah. Um I picked him up in a couple leagues. I'm actually starting him in a league. Yep, same. Oh, it's a bad pick. Because I had Njoku and all my redrafts, and yeah, that went well. If you need flex help, I seriously think Ty Johnson this week might be worth a spot start. <laughs> Bro. I think, he, I think how many people has, need help. He has potential to catch four or five passes this week and get five to seven carries and sneak in a touchdown. I think you could do a lot worse. If you got guys on your bench that you can't start in the, the your flex spot over Ty Johnson, then, then your team's probably really bad. Anyways, probably doesn't even matter if you pick them well, up. I, That's I, me. Just think it, I mean, my team is just so injured that I, yeah, I'm scraping right now. Who would you start this week, Jake? Garrett Wilson or Ty Johnson? Garrett Wilson. See, I wouldn't. I would start Ty Johnson over Garrett Wilson. E- easily, easily. Not even, not Wilson, even close. Has Garrett Wilson scored over five points in the last it's... six weeks? Yeah. Are you sure? I think he had I, I think he had six been. points this last he's, week. He's on my team. I'll tell you one wait one second. Six one five six. Okay. So barely. I mean, you're you're looking at Ty Johnson. You'd be happy if he got six points. Who's got the higher upside? Garrett Wilson. I right. think you start Garrett Wilson. Right. You play the it's upside, especially close. when it's when it's getting at that poor is, of a flex. This is the fantasy insight you're bringing to this, Eric. This is what you're bringing, Ty Johnson. Who was the league winner for you last year, Derek? You said where do you start? The starting wide receiver or the third string running back? You have to find guys like that. That can win you one week. It's all you need. One week. I, I don't disagree with you, but that one's a bad one. <laughs> Jake, you got any waiver guys that 
should look at? Just that that right. what's it Durich or Durich or Dulcich? Yeah, Dulcich. Yeah, I like him. He's got I'm a trying. so like when you're looking at tight ends and you, you know when they're young, you don't know what you're getting. You have to. They all have like a unique characteristic, and he's got long hair and a mustache. He has all the makings for like a franchise tight end. Wow. Mark Ward. And you got on Eric about a take, and you Thank were, you. you're Jeez. judging somebody by a mustache. Now you are dip. You're going into my wife's drafting ways of drafting by looks. But I, it, does she do well? She got second, does she so, do well? Yeah, yeah, she did well. I would say, I mean, we've already talked about him a couple times. I was the Denver tight end was somebody I was going to bring up, but Marquis Goodwin, he was across the board somebody that I think got picked up in every. Every league, if Gus Edwards is still sitting out there, he should not be. Make sure you get him on your bench or into your starting lineups. But yeah, it's pretty pin or pretty slim pickings waivers across the board, judging by all leagues. So all right, that's it for episode 13. Reminder to send in your listener voicemails. You can send them in at any point. The only thing you have to do is send me a text and then give me a call and then I will throw it into next week's episode. So thank you to those that sent those in. Good luck to everybody in week eight. Like Eric said, let's hope it's injury free week. No more big name players going out, but until next time, see you guys. Thanks for listening. And as a wise man once said, where do your mother Bye.